Here's a truth bomb for you. I fucking love money. I know this is going to be a controversial topic and I'm really open to all opinions and all thoughts around the subject of money, but I feel it needs saying. I love money and it is okay to love money. Hello and welcome to Tara Talks. I'm your host, Tara Best business coach, author, and founder and director of Tara Punter PR and Tara Punter Coaching, and basically someone insanely passionate about helping women thrive. We help incredibly skilled and talented business owners just like you unlock your potential, take control of your limiting beliefs, and create a business that you desire and deserve. Are you ready to create a life that far exceeds its expectations? You are going to want to subscribe, and let's dive straight into today's episode. So that intro has either got you thinking, oh God, I hate her already, or I'm really interested, let's dive in. First things first, who am I to be talking about money? Okay, I am Tara. I am the host behind Tara Talks. I am a multiple six-figure business owner, and I have got a number of companies and massive goals for this year, next year, and beyond. And by 2025, I hope to have helped over a million businesswomen change their lives. Now that's a pretty bold statement. So what the hell has me loving money got to do with anything? Well, it wasn't that long ago that I had the worst money mindset. I had absolutely no money. I was always dreading every single direct debit going out. I felt sick at the thought of any bills coming, any letters coming. I felt so anxious anytime I had to take my car to the garage, if it needed something doing to it or an MOT. I used to put £10 worth of fuel in my car at any one time because that was all I had. And, you know, I knew that would get me wherever it was that I wanted to go and tied me over for a few days. I wasn't allowed credit cards. I didn't trust myself with credit cards. I wouldn't even be able to get a credit card if I tried. And I remember the moment of just feeling like there must be more, there must be more to life. And that was April, 2017. And that was the moment my business and I hit rock bottom and I knew something had to give. Now, at the time, I had been going in business for a year and a half, just over, and had been doing okay. You know, I'd had a couple of 3K and 4K months, but spent every single penny that I earned every single month without fail. I had no plan. I had no strategy. I didn't have a fucking clue what I was doing, but I just kept going, and I loved what I did. I really did. I was working as a journalist, I was doing social media management, website editing, and I actually loved it. But I didn't have a clue how to run a business. I didn't have a clue how to manage my money, look after my clients, and it all came tumbling down. And I will never forget the moment when I was sat in the living room at our rented cottage, and just another letter came through from the bank. And I had buried my head in the sand about the fact that I was overdrawn, I didn't have an overdraft, I had direct debits still going out, I had car payments that kept bouncing back, I had bank charges because I kept going overdrawn, and this one day I just sat in the living room and just cried, and I just thought, my God, there must be more to life than this, there really must. That really stressful time was, it was horrendous, and it led me to having IBS, 
um, which when I'm stressed, you know, I still get the, the stomach cramps and the pains now. Um, and that's something that is absolutely ongoing and managing that stress so that that doesn't flare up is, is so vital now. Um, but I look back on that time with, with gratitude, um, because it taught me so much and because it's been able to really drive me on and remind me that I never want to go back to that point again. Now, don't get me wrong, we didn't have bailiffs coming around to the house. And when I finally plucked up the courage to ask my now husband to bail me out for the rent that month, he did. But it was just horrible, absolutely horrible. And at the time, I had such a bad relationship with money. Now, it was around that time that I made the first investment in into my first coach. I knew that I had to find the £100 for that first hour to help get me out of this situation. And that was when I started having a strategy in place and changing how I did things and putting packages in and stepping away from the hourly paid model. And that was the time that I really just thought I cannot go back to that moment again. I really can't. And the work I have done over the past four years has continued to grow and I've started doing mindset work, obviously, back in 2018. And I've done so much work on my money mindset. And now I absolutely love it. And I would say it's been in the past 12 months since March 2020 that I really have stepped into my role as a CEO and my role as a money manager and my role as somebody who is responsible for the work that my team, my freelancers, anybody that I use, anybody that I, that I work with or support, you know, I have a role to continue to support them. So I've got to get my shit together. I've got to be the better money manager. And it has taken me so much time and so much work to get to this point. And now I can openly start a podcast recording with a very controversial subject line of I love money. And I love money now because I have such a good relationship with it, because it allows me to do such amazing things and it allows me to pay my team. It allows me to make substantial one-off donations as well as regular monthly donations to the Racehorse Sanctuary, who I volunteer my PR and marketing support with. I volunteer for them. I donate so much to them. It enables me to do these things. It enables me to invest more into my business. It enables me to be able to help people on such a deeper level. It enables me to invest more in my qualifications so I can help change people's lives even more. And that's the thing. Money is just money. Money is just a resource. But yet here in Britain, we get so fucking hung up on talking about it. And, you know, we've been told that it's bad to talk about money. It's bad to talk about your goals. Do you remember when you were younger and you used to blow out a candle And you were told not to tell anybody what you wished for because it wouldn't come true. Like that is a belief that we have held on to for so long. And another belief that we have held on to for so long is don't put money in your mouth. Money is dirty. I mean, what a way to talk about money. Money that is just a resource. Money isn't good or bad. Money isn't evil. Money is just a resource that enables you to do things. And I know it's fine for me to sit here and say that now that you know, I can live very comfortably and have nice things, but it has taken me a lot of fucking work to get here. But I just wanted to share this because I know so many people feel so taboo talking about money. 
And I really think it needs normalising, much like sex. And I have got an amazing guest expert coming on this podcast in a couple of weeks who's talking about money and sex. So it's going to follow on from this so nicely. But it's just a topic. Like, why shouldn't we talk about it more? I really, truly believe that we are in the 21st freaking century and it's going to be an epic century. Isn't it about time that we started normalising what we love, what we hate? Isn't it time that we start talking about money, love, sex? Like, why shouldn't we be talking about these things? They are just topics, right? So when you think about your own beliefs around talking about money or what this episode is bringing up in you, is it bringing up dislike? Is it bringing up, you know, who is she to talk about money? Is it bringing up any resentment? Because if it is, there is a belief somewhere that needs uncovering because it's just a resource. It really is. And it just enables you to do so much. Now, I shared a Facebook and Instagram post a couple of weeks ago now about the fact that my goals terrify me. They really do. And yes, I work to big financial goals, but really, it's never about the money. Really, it is about helping people. It's about changing their life. It's about helping that woman put food on the table for her family or pay her mortgage or treat her family to a holiday or treat herself to a spa day. For me, it's not about the money. Despite loving it, despite having a great relationship with it, the money is just the energetic exchange for the work that I do. The money is the bonus. The money is somebody basically thanking me for changing their life. And I think when you can think about your own financial goals and almost not disconnect from it, but almost just take away that need for it. And when you can connect to it on a deeper level and recognise what that goal means for you, that is when the magic is going to happen. So when I think about my own financial goals, and this is an exercise I do with my clients as well, when we think about our goals, it's, okay, what does this mean? So for me to say, I want to sign another client, well, what does that mean? Okay, it means that I can shop more in my farm shop locally. It means I can put more into the local economy. It means I can pay my team more. It means I can maybe grow my team if I wanted to. It means I can donate more. I'm now looking at finding a dog charity that I really want to support. It means that it will help that woman change her fucking mindset, change her life, change everything and make her realise what's possible. Make her have the business that she desires and deserves and freaking loves. So yes, I set a goal to sign a client or to get X number of women into one of my group programmes. Or yes, I set a financial goal for the month. It's never about the money. The money is just the resource. It's the energetic exchange for the work I do. And you know what? I know that it is worthy. I know that it is worth every freaking penny. Because can you put a price on changing someone's life? No, you can't. So my challenge to you in this podcast, and thank you for sticking this far, if if you are, um, my challenge to you is a couple of things. Number one, write yourself a love letter to money. Okay? Because so often we we don't talk about it. We bury our heads in the sand. We don't pay any, any attention. And the thing is, you are in a relationship with money. So much like you would send your best friend a WhatsApp message or voice note one of your besties on Instagram, write a love letter to money and let it know that you're thankful for it. Let it know that you are open and ready to receive and that you're willing to give it the attention and love it desires. Next, write out a gratitude list of things that money enables you to do. So does it enable you to get your nails done, which makes you feel really good? 
Does it enable you to buy food that you enjoy eating? Does it enable you to live in a certain place? Does it enable you to drive a car that you like? Does it enable you to do anything? Yes, it enables you to do everything. So each day, start thinking about how grateful you are for what money has enabled you to do that day. And when you can get into the flow of doing that every day, that is going to really make some changes. It's going to really start shifting things. And now here's the thing. You can only have what you already are. You can only have in life what you already are or what is already within you. So if you're wanting more money, but yet you aren't grateful for that little sale you just had or finding a penny on the ground, you are always going to be pushing it away. You've got to start being grateful for what you have now in order to welcome in more abundance, in order to receive more. So write yourself that love letter to money. Start being really grateful for it and start showing it some attention. Do you have a nice purse for it to go into? Or do you just bury your head in the sand, you just chuck your money in your bag or in your pocket and you don't pay it any attention? Really ask yourself, if money were your friend, how would you treat it? If money was um, your husband or your wife, how would you treat it? You treat it much better. So start treating it better now. I would love to hear your thoughts on this topic. I really, truly believe this topic needs normalising. And this podcast episode came off the back of one of the ladies in one of my programs. And we did a money session and she messaged me straight after and she said, that was the best session I've ever had in my life. And she's been with coaches and mentors before. And she just felt that it was open and honest. She said, why, why don't we talk about money? Like, why is this such a taboo subject? So that is why I wanted to share this episode today. I also look up to a lot of people that are very open about money. Amanda Francis is one of them. She's an absolute money queen. She's based in LA. She's originally from Oklahoma and I just adore her. And also the Manifestation Babe, who's also US based. They talk about money. They normalise money. Yes, they're both US. So why can't we start to normalise it in the UK? I'm absolutely stepping up for this. I'm really helping, hopefully, more and more women fall in love with fall in love with money and let money support them as much as they desire and help them have the money mindset that really really does support them and change their lives thank you so much for listening to another episode cannot wait to speak to you all soon and thank you for listening to the very end you are an absolute goddess